Welcome back to the Good Portion Mama podcast. I'm your host, Megan King, and I'm so excited you're here. In a world where busyness is celebrated and being overwhelmed is the motherhood norm, this hot mess mom is here to tell you there's joy and fulfillment through setting aside those typical mom expectations and instead building true, authentic connections with Christ, ourselves, and others. So throw those kids some fruit snacks, grab that cold cup of coffee or that well-deserved glass of wine, and let's get ready for the good portion. All right, let's get it started. Hey there, mamas. I hope you have had a great week so far and are gearing up for a fabulous weekend. Welcome to episode four of the Good Portion Mama. As always, I am so glad you're here and I hope you know how much I pray over every single one of you every single time I get to work on these episodes and try to make sure that the content and conversations we're having are serving your hearts in the best of ways. Now, some of you have already added so many more mamas to our community on the Good Portion Mama Facebook group, and I am so thankful for that. If you are not part of our online community, be sure to look us up. Also, a bunch of you have left reviews on iTunes for us, and that helps get more people to be able to see us and hear us. And so I hope you know that helps more than you know, and I am eternally grateful for that. So I wanted to give some shout outs here. Here are a few reviews and messages that I've received from some of you. So I just want to give a little shout out to a couple of people who have left reviews on iTunes. First, we have one from P. O'Neill 84. It says, speak life. This podcast speaks to me in a way no other has. It hits the tough things, but also lifts up the positive. It's real. Megan speaks about all the things we don't want to admit and makes it okay to be honest with ourselves that we are not perfect and we shouldn't try to be. Love it. Thank you, P. O'Neill 84. Thanks for leaving a review and thanks for listening and chiming in and sharing with our community. The next one I have is from Monica, and I apologize in advance. I, I don't think I'm going to pronounce this right, but Ludecky, Ludecky, not sure. But she says, the good portion delivers. As a mom and a Mimi, I enjoy hearing from others in the community who are speaking truth in love. Megan delivers these with humor and conviction, and I'm so glad she decided to show up here and now. Thank you, Monica. I appreciate that. I also have one where I received a direct message from a listener, and we were able to communicate before we even launched and then a little bit afterward. And I'll be honest, she didn't even know what a podcast was before we started doing this. So I'm so glad she was able to get on. But I received this message from this listener, and we're just going to call her Gabby. I'd love to give a shout out to you with your real name, but I told her I would keep it anonymous and I will try to do that for anybody who's not posting and asking for their name to be given a shout out. So uh, we'll call her Gabby and Gabby reached out to me directly in a direct message on Facebook and I wanted to make sure that you guys know that people are doing the homework and it is working and it is helping and it is serving those of you that are commenting with Uh, different tips and things that work for you. Keep it up. People are loving being able to see that. So here's what Gabby had to say. She says, I finished my homework a couple of days ago and some of the people were difficult to find words for and some just came right off the tongue. So for those of you who are just catching up with us, if you haven't listened to our first three episodes, one of the pieces of homework was to for seven days straight to go through and reach out to two people per day and let them know 
how they have impacted your life and why you're grateful for them and let them know what their connection means to you. Okay, so she says, I just wanted to let you know so far, I'm really enjoying listening to you and everything you have to say. It's very reassuring that I'm not the only one struggling with these things. I literally sit and wait for your next episode all week long. I have your episodes on repeat. (laughs) I keep telling myself that there's no way that God has time to worry about me and everything I'm going through. There are so many more people he could be listening to, but then you keep saying all the things I need to hear. You're a true godsend. He does work in mysterious ways. Keep up the good work. You've helped so many women already. So Gabby... You know who you are. Thank you so much for those words of encouragement. I am so glad that we are able to get on here and connect and that God's plan is working through me for those of you that it is intended for. So I love getting all of your guys' messages and reviews, and I'm so glad you guys are loving the podcast. I just want to remind each and every one of you how much Christ loves us, each and every one of us, okay? We are fearfully and wonderfully made. So if you are in a place like Gabby, feeling like your prayers and needs and wants are insignificant, I just want you to remember, God wants you to live a life of the utmost abundance, and he doesn't weigh our desires or needs against the desires or needs of others. So don't ever feel like whatever it is that you're needing or wanting is insignificant. He hears each and every single prayer and answers in a way that works out to the fullest potential for each and every one of us in his plan and in his timing. So even if you're asking for that same thing over and over and over again and not hearing a response, just know he's not ignoring you and he is not not listening, okay? So tell me, how did your homework go? Did you get your good portion profile quiz completed and filled in? Where are you on it? Were you lower in some categories? Were you higher in some? Were there any categories that were completely empty or completely full? What are your thoughts on the profile? Did you like it? Did you love it? Did you think it was kind of so-so? I'd love to hear how your guys' went. So feel free to post in the community or send me a message, whatever works best for you. But I do want to hear your guys' thoughts on there. Let's dive into our episode topic for the day, shall we? This week, we are going to be covering something in our spiritual connection. So I want you to think, are you, are you missing out on a spiritual connection with Christ? Seven tiers for a deeper and more meaningful connection with Christ is what we are going to talk about today. A couple of years ago, I discovered that while I have always had faith that there is a God and that he loves us more than anything we could ever possibly imagine, yes, even more than we love our kids, I realized that I was longing for something more. I knew of God, but did I really know God? I wanted to build a more intimate relationship with God like I had heard that other people had. And when I say I wanted to know God, I mean on a personal, intimate level. I was going to church pretty regularly and consistently. I had been attending a small group Bible study, but I still felt like there was something missing. And I longed for a stronger, deeper connection that I I felt like I had kind of lost. I felt like I had that connection when I was younger and something something had changed. When I really sat down and thought about it, I had been reading a book, I had been looking up some stuff online, and I realized, you know, it was kind of just going through the motions. I was going to church and I prayed and I worshiped, but I wasn't taking the time to listen and to have conversation with him 
and to learn about him. Uh, so in talking with some friends and fellow church members, I started doing some more reading and learned that there are seven really key areas to build a stronger connection with God on a personal level. And that's what we're going to cover today. So there were seven different tiers that I found that were the most beneficial and really any other types of ways to build connections with God all fit into one of these seven tiers. So the first tier of deeper connection with Christ is by utilizing a tool that he actually created just for us. Anyone want to take a guess what that is? No, I'm not talking about your Instapot, by the way, Mallory. (laughs) Although some of you may say it is a gift from God himself at dinner time. I wouldn't know because I don't have one. Jake King. Anyway, if you guessed that I was talking about God's word in the Bible, you would be correct. Ding, ding, ding. There is no prize for answering correctly except for knowing that you are awesome. So I hear people say all the time that, you know, there's no checklist or handbook or how-to book for life. But I certainly would like to beg to differ because the Bible is quite literally the how-to book of life. Straight from our creator himself, For us. Now, I'll tell you, I love to read, but this mama typically prefers to read books from our time written by people who understand what it is that we're going through, and typically in the voice of someone with my same sarcasm and sense of humor. So, for a long time, reading straight out of the Bible was kind of difficult for me. However, now we have so many resources available to us to be able to read read from the Bible. There are apps, there are reading plans, there are all kinds of different things to help it fit into your schedule with either a particular order of reading, whether that's chronological from start to finish, whether that is specific books of the Bible at a time, specific stories or focuses or themes at a time. There are so many different ways that you can read the Bible. And I will tell you, this saved me because I tried multiple times to try to read the Bible from front to back and I just couldn't do it, couldn't do it. I will tell you, I, when I ran, I helped run the nursery at Jag Church for a little while. It was not like a super fancy title or anything, but I basically made the schedule for the nursery and worked in there quite a bit. But as a gift from the pastor and his family for Christmas, I got a book called The Story. And basically, it is the story of the Bible in like a novel version, which I can totally do, right? So if you are one of those people and you you enjoy hearing about history and learning facts and things like that, but you can't just read the Bible from front to back to start with, I would recommend trying reading that book. There is so many different ways that you can read the Bible. And I'll tell you, you can download these things where you can even have scripture sent to you via daily emails. It doesn't matter what format you read it in, but I promise you that if you want to build a stronger and deeper connection with Christ, the first and fastest way to do that is to quite literally listen to his words through 
his words in the Bible, okay? I can't tell you how much of a difference really digging into his word has made for me in my life. My perspective, my reactions to people and situations, the way I treat people. And I'll tell you, if you listen to episode one, you know that his word is where this podcast seed even came from. So honestly, right now, I have two Bibles that I carry around, one more than the other, but I take notes, all kinds of notes, in church services and my small group when I do my devotions, all of that. If you open up my Bible, there's stuff written all over in there. And because I know how important his word is, I am, shh, don't tell them, going to be gifting a Bible to each of my kids with all of my notes in there. I know how important his word is. I know how important it is to be able to relate his word to our lives and situations that we are living through. So they'll each get a Bible with my personal notes scribbled in there when they graduate high school. Got two that are women's Bibles right now that I'm writing in. And then once I get everything copied over in both of those for this next couple of years, I'm going to fill some up in a men's Bible for each of my boys too. So that is always a fabulous gift is a Bible. And I'll tell you the women's Bibles that I have were actually Christmas gifts that I asked for from my in-laws. So I want my kids to know Not just see me reading out of there, but I want them to truly know how important the words that are in there are. And this is a re-gift because God first gave his words to us as a gift. And now I'm getting to re-gift it to them with a little bit of added flair from me. So if, uh, if you have not read the Bible, if you are not reading the Bible regularly, First and foremost, that should be something that you put into your schedule. It is just as important as brushing your teeth and putting on deodorant, okay? Because you don't want to be rotten and stinky because you're not reading the right stuff, all right? So tier number two is private prayer. And I will be honest, as a person who enjoys reading and writing and has been known to be somewhat of a grammar and punctuation Nazi, prayer was a little bit difficult for me. And I can relate it to trying to journal in my miracle mornings that I do. I always, you know, when I tried to journal the first couple of times in my life, I tried to do it. I, I, I got all anxious about it. Like, do I need to start with Dear Diary or do I just start writing and What's the point of today's entry? Like from start to finish, what does it, does it have to have a beginning and an end or how does that work, right? And praying was kind of the same thing. I struggled with feeling like I had to say things a certain way or that there were appropriate things to pray for and things that were not worth God's time. You recognize that feeling there? That's exactly what Gabby was talking about, right? So I learned God doesn't care how you pray, but just that you do it. He wants to have that connection with us. And what better way than to just simply have a conversation, right? It's not any different than sitting and talking to your husband or talking to your best friend over a glass of wine. You don't have to use fancy words or a technical format. You don't have to greet him as soon as you start praying. It doesn't have to be, dear Jesus, just Take the time to thank him for all that he's done. Let him know your worries and your doubts and your celebrations and your needs. Prayer can simply just be saying his name. He knows. He just knows what you need. He just simply wants you to ask for it. If you're not taking the time to sit in private prayer, I would recommend a book called Two Chairs. I don't know the author off the top of my head, but I will make sure that I put it in um, the show notes. But it's Two Chairs 
And it's something we we read and studied in one of my Bible studies. And I had missed quite a few evenings with some trips and family illness and stuff while we were doing the Bible study. But I did finally get to finish reading the whole book in its entirety a couple of weeks ago. And I love it. It's made all the difference in my private prayer sessions. So, well, let's move on. Number three. Number three is corporate worship. What is corporate worship? Well, it's worshiping in a group setting with others, literally just the way it sounds. It's going to church and worshiping Christ with the rest of his kingdom. Now, it can be in a church building. It can be in a school building. It can be in a rented out room. It doesn't matter. As long as it's brothers and sisters in Christ worshiping God and praising him together, you're doing it right. All right. There are so many different places to practice corporate worship, but I have found that there is really just one right place for you, okay? For me, you know, I talked about in the last episode how I had looked for a church and tried out a couple of different places and finally realized Jag Church was the place for me to be. I went back to where it all started for me and it was such a fabulous fit. Just because you attend a church that doesn't suit your personality or needs or whatever, it just doesn't feel like a good fit, it doesn't mean that church isn't the place for you. You just haven't found your church yet, okay? So sometimes it takes a little looking, but it is so worth the wait to find the right fit. And if you don't find it in the first couple of churches that you go to, keep looking, all right? There are plenty of churches around, and I know, I know, I know that God is working in so many different churches that uh, there is no way that you won't find the right fit for you. Maybe, maybe it is an online virtual church. I don't even know. But the point of it is you need to have that connection with other followers and brothers and sisters in Christ um, to really help build you and them up at the same time. I know and I have faith that God wants me to just hand over to him what I'm struggling with. But let me tell you, I find that even in my toughest weeks, stepping into my church feels, uh, for a lack of a better explanation, quite a bit like taking my bra off in the evening. <laughs> when I walk through those church doors and begin worship service with my church family, I unhook one-handed that struggle and I drop it right there on the floor for him. Now, please know I don't throw my bras on the floor because I usually wear them multiple days in a row uh, unless it's sweaty out. <laughs> TMI? Sorry, not sorry. How did I get here? Anyway, going to church shouldn't be just a step you're doing because that's what Christians are supposed to do. There's a purpose behind it. And the purpose is meeting with and building connections with other Christ family members. Okay. All right. Moving on from that weird moment about talking about my bras, let's move on to tier number four, which is just slightly veered off to the right from tier number three into small groups and Bible studies. So corporate worship is important along with prayer and reading his word, but small groups and Bible studies are a fabulous way for people like me who don't know a ton of Bible history. Or maybe you don't know how to read what's in God's word. Bible studies in small groups work in a way that I believe is twofold for the good portion mama, okay? So first of all, if you're like me and you don't know much about Bible history or what certain things in his word mean, Bible studies are a great way to really dive into the small details of small portions of God's word and interpret them in a way that's understandable. 
And then on top of that, you can bounce questions and thoughts and ideas off others who have lived in your exact situation previously because you're all right there together. And number two, what better way to connect with people at the same time as you're building your connection with Christ? We talked in episode two how we're called biblically to do this thing together. So building your faith alongside others in a small group setting is like the turnpike to even more authentic connections. Okay, let's move on. Number five. Tier number five is man-made resources such as books, devotionals, and podcasts. So I have found these things help me not just to connect with Christ through learning and understanding what he means, but also in a way to turn them around and implement them in both real world and personal situations. Now, I love to read real life experiences of others and how Christ has worked through them in miraculous ways. I have devotionals that seem to speak to me in just the right way on just the right day. And then I have podcasts that I listen to by other Christian moms that relate to my experiences And they also encourage me in anything and everything that I'm going through. Some of my favorites. So in my podcast, I listen to different ones for different areas of my life. For my business, I love Stephanie Gass with the Mompreneur Mastermind Show. So she is a God-fearing businesswoman who helps women utilize their God-given gifts to build amazing businesses while still focusing on the right priorities and doing it all for God's glory and not just for the accolades, which is exactly what I needed. And I'll tell you, that podcast is pretty much 50% of the reason why I'm here. You know, God planted the seed. God gave me the instructions. God gave me that podcast to listen to. And that podcast served me by pointing me in the right direction and reassuring me that what I was hearing was actually what God was telling me to do. I also like to listen to a podcast by Kendra Hennessy called Mother Like a Boss. I like listening to that one because she's very, so it, I listened to that podcast in relation to my mom life and wifely roles and raising a raising a family and running a running a successful home. She's very real, she's straightforward, she's kind, but she really gets it done and encourages me in her day-to-day to where I'm wanting to do better in mine. She used to run a professional cleaning business, and so she has real efficient routines that can work for almost anybody. The other podcast I listen to when I am struggling in something for my faith or I'm needing just a quick little boost, I also like to listen to the Titus Two Minutes and Risen Motherhood. As for books, aside from the Bible, I said before I loved Two Chairs. I also have read a book called Sacred Holidays. There's a Facebook group for that one too, but that one was a good one for me in finding a way to be more merry instead of Martha when it comes to holidays and family get-togethers and yes even in regards to Halloween. I, I really liked that book. It came with a little Bible study that you could do with it and the thing I liked about it was it wasn't like reading a book. It was more like a not a workbook because you don't put stuff in there but if you started reading it at Christmas time then you start from the Christmas section and then you go backwards. You can you can work it every which way. It's not like a start and read it from front to back in two days kind of thing. It's a you go through it as the year goes on. Now I'm rambling. Anyway, another one is Lies Women Believe. And then there is an expanded version or an updated version called 
lies young women believe that I thought was pretty good too. Obviously, I love the power of a praying wife, power of a praying mom, all of those. So the devotional that I'm using right now was, (laughs) it was a gift at my high school graduation that I'm kind of embarrassed to admit that I'm just now really utilizing daily. My utmost for his highest. That's the name of the devotional that I'm, I'm going through. And I am loving it and kicking myself for waiting what seems like 30 years to be able to do it. And there are so many more resources that I can give you. Uh, I think we'll probably do an episode that is just just that, my favorite podcast, my favorite books, my favorite devotionals. If you have a devotional or a book or a podcast that you love that serves you, Uh, shoot me a message and I'd love to check it out. I would love to take a look at it and experience it. And who knows, maybe it'll be in that episode next. I don't know. Let's move on to tier number six. Tier six is prayer and spiritual accountability partners. We talked about wanting to focus on private prayer and going to church for corporate worship. We're talking about small groups. We're talking about all of these different connections, but utilizing your connections with others to help hold yourself accountable in your prayer and faith, as well as returning the favor is so important in our walk and connection with Christ. I cannot tell you how many times I've been in a trial or a situation where, you know, it's just sometimes you just don't want to go. I know that there are some Sunday mornings where I wake up and I think immediately, I don't want to get up. I don't want to rush around and get all four of the kids ready and loaded up in the car and drive over 30 minutes to get to church and run them all to their classes and then go in and go to go to service. But you know what? Uh, my accountability partners just encourage me and lift me up and speak truth and remind me why I'm going. That all of that stuff there, all of that stuff that I get to do is things that I need to go to church and I need to praise him and thank him for. I should be grateful that I woke up this morning. I should be grateful that he has given me four beautiful children to be able to get up and get them ready. I should be grateful for having a church that I enjoy going to. I should be grateful for a vehicle that could drive me 30 minutes to get there. These are all things that past accountability partners for my faith and spirituality have reminded me in times where I feel like just don't want to go. And I feel like that's really hard for me to say. I don't I don't know if it's just me or maybe it's other people, but there really are days where I'm just like, I don't want to go. I don't I don't want to do all this stuff to go. It's not that I don't want to go to church. It's that I don't want to do all the other stuff that it takes to go to church. It's it's almost like putting on a major event to be able to get all four of my kids to church and for us to get there on time. But accountability partners in business are all the rage. And I have one. Actually, I have two accountability partners in my business that I do. I have accountability partners when I am working out or trying to get in shape. And so I I want you to understand it's not anything different with your faith and your connection with Christ. You should have an accountability partner, somebody 
who holds you accountable and holds you up to that higher level of expectations to help you achieve what you're wanting to achieve and what God's wanting you to achieve in your connection with him. I'll be honest, most of the accountability partners started in one of these areas, either personal, spiritual, or business oriented. But most of the time, they sort of all just kind of mesh into the other categories at the same time. Like, I had a prayer partner once that was just simply a coworker who needed some prayers and I told her I would pray for her. And then I told her I had been struggling through something else and we were just like, oh, well, we should be prayer partners. And so we did. We left each other little sticky notes of encouragement on each other's desks occasionally or we'd email each other if we needed some specific prayers. This coworker wasn't really someone I knew really well. But just simply someone who saw a mutual need and she didn't hesitate to reach out. So I loved it. Find someone you work with or a friend you meet with occasionally or another mama from your church group or even someone you've never met but your friends on Facebook and uh, you guys seem to share the same love for Christ. And just ask if she'd like to help hold you accountable in your faith and do it in an exchange for you doing the same, checking in on each other, that you're taking time to sit with God privately, sharing what you learned in church or small group, important things you think they could relate to from your devotional and vice versa. And I promise, unless you pick a real creeper, Nothing but good can come from that kind of a partnership. And sometimes they last a long time. Sometimes it's short-lived because maybe they're a little bit too much for you to handle. Maybe they're not quite enough. You never really know what people have going on. And so I have some accountability partners that lasted weeks. I have some that I am still prayer partners with from five years ago. So I, I really think if you would just take the time to reach out to somebody, not only is it gonna help hold you accountable in your faith, but you're going to build a deeper connection with somebody that you wouldn't have already, okay? The last and final tier for a stronger and deeper connection in Christ is your testimony. Knowing and sharing your testimony is so important in building that strong and intimate connection with not only Christ, but also yourself and others. Now, I'll admit this was one of probably the most difficult for me. For the longest time, I never really even thought I had a testimony that was worth sharing. While I had struggles that I had gone through in my life and trials, I didn't feel like there was really much of a story to share with others. Similar to my struggles with praying privately. I felt like there had to be some mind-blowing dramatic plot and fabulous ending. But the problem with that thinking is really our testimonies are just simply our successes in Christ in the everyday battles, the big ones and the small ones. And there's there's usually no mind-blowing ending because guess what? We're still here. It's still going. The story isn't over, right? Sharing my testimony, which is simply how I came to not only find Jesus as a teen and then rediscovering him as a new mother and then yet again growing even more in my faith in just the last two years is not some crazy wild adventure that will make you pee your pants with excitement. Maybe laughter if you've had four kids naturally like me, but it, it doesn't it doesn't get you all pumped up. But I'll tell you what, it does resonate with the people who I'm called to share it with. Now, I'm not going to go into detail in today's episode because we're running out of time, but we will some other time. But my testimony in how my battle with depression and anxiety and marital issues is really ultimately what led to me rediscovering Christ. My testimony and my poor choices as a young adult resonates with 
other wives who perhaps have made similar choices and are now years later dealing with the consequences of those choices. Now, while depression, anxiety, and poor decisions are not something I typically throw a pep rally for, I'll be honest, they have brought me to where I am now, which is right where I belong. And I'm so grateful for God's mercy and grace to help me get here by seeing me through it all. And the testimonies of so many other women are why I'm here and where I am today. And I'm grateful that they took the time to follow God's call and to share their testimonies. And I am called to turn around and do the same for others. And so are you. So I want to challenge you to sit and think about what is your testimony? How did you get here? And it doesn't have to be something crazy. It could be a five minute testimony. It could be a five second testimony. You never really know who it's going to touch. So there you have it. My seven tiers of connection in Christ. Those include sitting and growing in the word, private prayer, corporate worship, small groups or Bible study, devotionals, books, and podcasts, your testimony, and prayer and spiritual accountability partners. Now, do you have to do all seven of these? I know there's going to be a couple of you that are like, do I have to do all of these? I'm doing this, this, and this, and this. So ideally, you would choose to when you're able, but these seven tiers aren't just, I, I don't want you to look at these seven tiers as just some list, some to-do list to check off, right? Like we don't want to just go through the motions of like, oh, I went to church this week. Oh, I did my devotion on Tuesday. You know what I mean? You want to, you have to actually want to do them with the yearning and the intention for a deeper, more intimate connection with Christ. Now, maybe that means just simply adding a daily private prayer and devotion time to your mornings before the rest of the family wakes up. That's what I've done. Uh, I am not a morning person. Anybody who knows me knows that if I didn't have kids, I would sleep until 11 o'clock in the morning, maybe even later. I don't know. But my children, unfortunately, or fortunately, I don't know, follow my husband's personality and they all wake up way earlier than is necessary. I literally have to set a rule for my nine-year-old that he's not allowed to get out of his bed until seven o'clock. Like he just sits there and waits. But anyway, what I do is I get up an hour earlier than I want to. I get up, I use my skincare products that I get all excited about. And then I come into my office, which is also my closet. That's a story for another day. But I come in here, I do private prayer for four or five minutes and then I do my devotion and I listen to music on iTunes with no words and after I do my devotions then I do my words of affirmations I I have a set aside time just for myself where I do those things and so I just added one thing in because I wasn't doing a very good job of making sure that I was doing daily prayer and daily devotions all right maybe it's just finding a small group at your church to join you don't need to add a thousand things at once so small intentional steps towards God with your eyes and heart focused directly on him. That's where we need to be. Now, I hope you found some goodies in today's episode. I know this was a little bit longer than what we normally do. I think some of these tiers will get into a little bit more detail in later episodes, but if you completed your good portion profile, which I'll put the link in the show notes as well as posted in our Facebook group, and your faith connection is one where you needed more growth, I wanted you to have a quick breakdown of areas in which you could add to your daily or weekly routines or plans to kind of move that needle in the right direction for your faith connection, okay? So homework for this week. Number one, take the good portion profile quiz if you didn't do that last week. I know 
I don't know why, but there was trouble in where it wasn't uploading all of my show notes. I can see it all on my end, but I was getting reports from some of some of you guys that uh, it's cutting off right in the middle of it. And I, I have looked into it. I've had other people look into it. I have no idea why it did that. So I have posted the full length show notes in our Facebook group on there for episode three. So feel free to go there. The link for the Good Portion Profile quiz is on there. So that's homework number one. Number two, I want for you to look at the seven tiers we discussed today and be brutally honest with yourself which of these categories you are not fulfilling. And I want you to find one day before the next episode to add in something for that tier and work on keeping it into your schedule. I know, like we talked about before, intentions are always high, but then life happens. So I want you to physically add it into your calendar, add an alert in your phone to do that one thing on that one day. So if you're not going to church regularly, I want you to go try out a church. If maybe you're not going to a small group, I want you to go to a small group or Bible study from your church, okay? If you're not praying, I want you to find one day this week where you designate a solid 10 to 15 minutes to really just sit down and have a one-on-one conversation with God, okay? So whatever it is in those seven tiers, I want you to find it. Obviously, you're listening to this podcast, but find another podcast, okay? Or find a book, find one of those books. There's so many resources available to you, okay? So to wrap up today's episode, I do want to share with you in our Good Portion Mompreneur Connection. Today, we are spotlighting Becky Bevan from BB's Natural Skin Care. Becky is a mama and wife who loves keeping a healthy home and serving others through her handmade all-natural skin care. She has sugar scrubs, anti-aging serum, bring it on bug spray, beard oil. Basically, if you can rub it on your body, she probably has it, okay? Uh, P.S. I use the face cleansing balm and the overnight moisturizing cream and the face serum, and it's like heaven on my face. I'm podcasting, so you can't see my face, but I look gorgeous. And aside from God's fabulous art skills, I believe it's mainly from the anti-aging serum. Just kidding. All kidding aside, it is one of my favorite things to do in the morning. It's part of the reason I get up and out of bed because I know that it's going to feel really good. And my skin has never felt so soft. Also, I used the overnight cream on my sunburn the other day. And I don't know if it's a coincidence or not, but it was gone the next day. So think what you want. But I will post the link for BB's Natural skincare in the show notes, hopefully, if they show up this time. And definitely on our Facebook group. And guess what? Becky has donated two of her sugar scrubs and a sample set of the facial care. So she's donated those for our mega podcast launch giveaways. So our two winners, remember deadline for entries is today at 9 p.m. Friday the 19th. Um, Our two winners for the giveaways are each going to get some of it. But for real, wishing I I wasn't the one giving these away because there is so much stuff in these boxes that I want. (laughs) Anyway, we're we're running close to 45 minutes. So I'm going to let you guys go get to work on your homework and I'll go get to work on mine. Just know that I'm doing all of these steps with you at the same time. And I cannot wait to hear from you guys this week. So feel free to shoot me a message or post on our Facebook group. And as always, lots and lots of love and cheers. Hey there, mama. Before you go, did you love this episode where we journeyed through the seven tips for a deeper spiritual connection? If you're feeling stuck or something still feels unclear, did you know I offer private connection coaching in all five of our connection categories? 
Let me work with you to come up with a roadmap together that you can implement over the next 30 days. DM me for pricing. Yay. Do it.